from The Black Maria by Aracellus Germay. After Neil deGrasse Tyson, black astrophysicist and director of the Hayden Planetarium, born in 1958, New York City. In his youth, deGrasse Tyson was confronted by police on more than one occasion when he was on his way to study stars. Quote, I've known that I've wanted to do astrophysics since I was nine years old, a first visit to the Hayden Planetarium. So I got to see how the world around me reacted to my expression of these ambitions. And all I can say is the fact that I wanted to be a scientist, an astrophysicist, was hands down the path of most resistance. Anytime I expressed this interest, teachers would say, don't you want to be an athlete? Or, don't you wanna? I wanted to become something that was outside of the paradigms of expectation of the people in power. And I look behind me and say, well, where are the others who might have been this? And they're not there. And I wonder, what is the thing along the tracks that I happened to survive and others did not, simply because of the forces that prevented it? at every turn, at every turn. Body of space, body of dark, body of light. The Skyview Apartments, circa 1973. A boy is kneeling on the rooftop, a boy who, it is important to mention here, his skin is brown, prepares his telescope, the weights and rods, to better see the moon. His neighbor, it is important to mention here that she is white, calls the police because she suspects the brown boy of something she does not know what at first, then turns with her looking his telescope into a gun, his duffel into a bag of objects thieved from the neighbor's houses, maybe even hers. And the police, it is important to mention that statistically they are also white, arrive to find the boy who has been turned by now into the suspect on the roof with a long black lens which is in the neighbor's mind a weapon and depending on who you are reading this you know that the boy is in grave danger and you might have known somewhere quiet in your gut you might have worried for him in the white space between lines five and six or maybe even earlier and you might be holding your breath for him right now because you know this story. It's a true story, though miraculously, in this version of the story anyway. The boy on the roof of the Skyview lives to tell the police that he is studying the night and moon and lives long enough to offer them, the cops, a view through his telescope's long black eye which, if I'm spelling it out anyway, is the instrument he borrowed and the beautiful trouble he went through, lugging it up to the roof to better see the leopard body of space speckled with stars and the moon far off, much farther than, since I'm spelling the thing out, the distance between the white neighbor who cannot see the boy who is her neighbor, who is in fact much nearer to her than to the moon. The boy who wants to understand the large and gloriously unhuman mysteries of the galaxy. The boy who, despite America, 
has not been killed by the murderous jury of his neighbor's imagination and wound. This poem wants only the moon in its hair and the boy on the roof. This boy on the roof of this poem with a moon in his heart. Inside my own body as I write this poem, my body is making a boy even as the radio calls out the Missouri coroner's news, the Ohio coroner's news, 2015. My boy will nod for his milk and close his mouth around the black eye of my nipple. We will survive. How did it happen? The boy, the cops, my body in this poem, my milk pulling down into droplets of light as the baby drinks and drinks them down into the body that is his own see it, splayed and sighing as a star in my arms. Maybe he will be the boy who studies stars. Maybe he will be, say it, the boy on the coroner's table, splayed and spangled by an officer's lead, as if he too weren't made of a trillion glorious cells and sentences, trying to last. Leadless, remember? The body's beginning, splendored with breaths, turned by time into at least this song. This moment made, and the mackerel soul caught flashing inside the brief moment of the body's net, then whoosh back into the sea of space. The poem dreams of bodies always leadless, bearing only things ordinary as water and light.